0: Hey guys, welcome back to Slightly Spiritual. Today we are doing a 2024 cosmic forecast. So, get ready.
1: There's a lot happening. I feel like in 2024.
0: And I want to say that I Cindy and I haven't even like discussed this yet, so this is all 100% new for me too. Um so as soon as we decided on this topic idea today, I was like, yes, because I, I mean, I'm just curious myself and I feel like coming out of 2023 in a Mercury retrograde has just been like, it's been a little tough, you know, like it's been a weird couple of weeks. And um, I think people are not necessarily that like Jan one is like a fresh start. Cause it's not spiritually, it's not the astrological new year. So like, don't make too much meaning out of it, but like it, it would feel good to have a little bit of fresh energy coming in.
1: <laughs> yeah. The good thing about this retrograde going into 2024 is it's in Sagittarius followed by Capricorn. So the way it was explained to me is that Sagittarius is like the archer, right? It's got like the bow oh and it's like, it's pull, it's like a slingshot. It's like the bow and arrow. This retrograde is kind of pulling us back to be like, okay, what do you want to fill in all this energy before you release it in 2024 to let it go and like, let it fly and let it, you know, grow. So this is the great time between now and the end of the year, or I'd say between now and the end of the Mercury retrograde, which I think it goes, I think it's retrograde through January 2nd. Don't fully, I'm pretty sure. And then it has two weeks of shadow period. So basically I kind of have it have in my head, like the beginning or middle of January is when we're finally going to be free of this energy. Um, Yeah. But it's the time to kind of like slingshot back and determine like, okay, what do you want to take with you into 2024? What do you want to let go of? And also it's getting expansive and creative with your dreams in terms of what like dream big, like what are your dreams for next year? What are your visions? What is it that your heart really desires? Like now's a great time to start writing those things down and just yeah. setting an intention and not necessarily working towards it, but just setting an intention around it and just kind of letting it be and letting it live in the universe and your guide sort of just having that in their yeah. back pocket type of thing. And yeah. then the January one eleven 11 is a energy portal. Cause it's one, one, one It's a uh, moon. It's in a new year and all planets are direct.
0: This is actually like so crazy because I literally, as soon as you said that, I was like, January 11th, what do I have January 11th? And I realized I booked this like huge client thing, January 11th. And I had no idea. That's so interesting.
1: So interesting. So that is why I'm between now and then it's like this retrograde energy, which is just kind of like, it's basically you're gearing up to then like, release it all out in the world on the, on January 11th on that new moon. I'll be doing an energy portal, like, um, group channeling that night, which will be recorded if someone can't make it live and setting intention for the year of like, again, what do you want to have happen? Or what do you want to see? And in like your dreams, not like what's realistic. I mean, Yes. Be a little realistic. Like, of course, everyone wants to win a million dollars in the lottery and you can put that on your list. That's great. But like also just like, what are your dreams? Like maybe it's falling Uh in love. Maybe it's traveling to like a really cool city. Maybe it's, um, I don't know, like upgrading, updating your wardrobe, but you know, like it's just something kind of like fun or kind of, and then also some practical things too, but it doesn't have to be like just immediate practical things. It can also be big things too. So that in a nutshell is the energy we're in and what we're moving into. And as as you said, normally January doesn't feel like a fresh start, but this is the first January probably in like forever that it actually does. And part of that is because um, we finally are moving into like the Aquarian age. Yeah. And I think it's Pisces moving into Aquarius or we're basically officially in the Aquarian age that everyone's been talking about like forever. And so I feel like we're finally moving forward. It's like we're finally getting that like fresh yeah. step, you know, into the future. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So the cosmic forecast, the way I've been doing these for my clients, I want, I thought it'd be fun to do it for the pod. And I set the intention as I was pulling cards and channeling that the messages be specifically for this community. So please note that if you're hearing this and you're listening, you're here for a reason. And I specifically called and asked for the people who are going to be listening to this podcast and hearing these messages, what they needed to hear the most. So just to be clear, like, This is for our community of the souls that we love who are listening. The way these work are, I pull based on the astrological events. So the spring equinox, the summer solstice, the autumn equinox in the fall in October, and then the winter solstice in December. So it's March, June, October, or excuse me, March, June, September, and December. Those are the four months that I'm like tuning into. Um, And then I do some overall like just cards at the end. So um, to start... We I pulled a card just on like, what are we like leaving behind? Or like where are we at today? Like today, on this day, we're recording on December 18th. Where are we at? Leaving the year. And I got the stork card. So typically this, this relates to um like surprises, like things being dropped in your lap, like stuff like that. So I was like, oh, is this literal? Like we're this whole year felt like just one thing after another that we maybe weren't expecting, having to roll with the punches, yada, yada, yada. But I actually took this as like, you know, what have you birthed in this last year? Was it a new life, a new beginning, a new idea, a new business, a new baby, a new relationship? But the Stork card represents like change and it represents healing your past in order to be able to move forward. So I actually love this card for like where we're at today. And I'm getting like goosebumps as I'm saying this of like, giving ourselves a little bit of a pat on the back of how much we have changed and how much we have healed in these past few years and especially in this last year. And it's recognizing that. And also as a result of all the healing, what has been birthed, what has been brought into your life? So a little bit of a gratitude practice as well as like a, you know, reflection practice is what this card is kind of saying. Okay. Um, This also speaks to new relationships coming into your life or that you've had a lot of new relationships and new friendships. So, or it could be that you're in the place where you feel like you've kind of walked away from a lot of old relationships and you're ready for these new ones to come in. You know, it's kind of like on that cusp, right? And then moving into spring. So for the March equinox, I think it's the 21st. It's usually the 20th or 21st. Depending on where you are in the world too, it can also like shift. Like I know Stonehenge is doing like a live like video on the 22nd in the morning cuz technically that's when it's I don't know. so anyways it's around the 20th, 21st, 22nd of March depending on where you are in the world. Um that's the spring that is the astrological new year. It's when the um sun moves into Aries season, which is the beginning of the astrological new year. So interesting, I got when I was pulling this I got like the um what's called the birch rod card, which is essentially like a a stick, like a like a switch and then also the dog card. So this is a little bit of like a swift release or something that needs to be let go of. So it kind of feels like in March there might be a little remaining letting go of something that's not serving us in our lives. But the good news is is that it's going to be quick, it's going to be short, and um, it's also going to bring in more of this dog energy, which is loyalty, friendships, commitments, um rewards, happiness, uh, abundance. Like think of like a dog. It's like all the, it's like a man's best friend. You know what I mean? It's like everyone loves their pets. Like you can't deny it. If you're not a dog person, insert cat. Okay. Um, or horse, like whatever, or frog, whatever it is that your favorite thing is. Or favorite pet is, um, but they're so loyal. So it's basically saying there's a little bit of like uncomfortableness in the spring that we might be feeling, but it should be short-lived and it should be bringing in or will be bringing in um, more of this being loyal, friendship, uh, community type of thing. This also could be something for ourselves too. So maybe it's that you find in the spring you slip back into old patterns or these old um. Hoping mechanisms or an old limiting belief and you're like oh but then you catch yourself and you're like nope not doing this anymore I'm choosing this and then you move forward with your new belief your new idea your new thing could even be some sort of like a test even of like maybe you're looking to I'm using just a common like career you're starting to start your own business or your own but then like You get this offer at work where you're getting promoted in your corporate job. And you're like, oh, my God, should I take this promotion or should I go after my dream? It's stuff like that. It's like, what do you want to be loyal to? Where Are you going to be loyal to your dreams that you set intentions around now? Or are you going to keep falling back into what's familiar, what's comfortable, and what feels safe? And not that your dreams can't be safe, but it never feels that way in the beginning, right? So that's the energy that I'm really feeling around the spring. Okay. Now the summer, this is so funny because, and this summer is the June summer solstice. It's typically, I believe around the 21st, 22nd. It's when the sun enters cancer that we switch into the next, um, season, but it's in the summer. So it's June. Um, in most of my client readings too, like the most number of cards have been falling out for summer. So I, I like, we got five for this reading. Um, oh my God. yeah, most of my clients have been getting like one to two. Normally I'm trying to pull like one per season and like summer yeah. has had the most. So I'm interpreting this for everybody as summer is going to be busy. Summer is just going to be like not a wild ride, but just like busy. I feel like there's going to be lots of traveling. Cause I pulled like the ship card for us. So it's like traveling, exploring new places, um, maybe weddings, showers, babies, births, you know, it just feels like there's a lot happening. Okay. Um, it's also focusing a lot in on family. So I got the tree card for this group and it feels like it's going to be around like who you're not just like immediate family, but also like chosen family. So there could be a lot of stuff happening around that, like friendships. The big thing with the summer is I got the mice card for this group or for our crew, which is watch where you place authority outside of yourself. I also feel like this might have to do with a certain um, election happening next year. <laughs> um I don't want to get political but I am I mean like let's be honest if you live in the United States which many of our listeners do we have a big it's a big year. Um and I got the the mice card and the clouds card came out to get together so the mice is sort of like someone in your ear saying something and it's basically reminding you to really trust your gut and your intuition. There's a lot of not necessarily misinformation but you know people taking an event and then um representing the facts in a way to justify their belief, their truth, their thing you want them to believe in. So everything has to go and then it's creating cloudiness, right? That creates us to be like, wait, what? Should I, should I not? So I feel like the summer is going to be a lot of that. Also, I mean, hello, it's ramping up into when the actual um decisions yeah. and votes are being made in the fall. So this feels really like you got to watch that. And it's not just about if you don't care about politics or you're not in the US this is also about your own self, your own life. Like where are people perhaps in your ear or the naysayers? Like don't listen to them and don't look for evidence to support something that you're like afraid of because then you're just going to keep manifesting more of that. It's like choosing to look for evidence to support the things that you want or just being completely neutral and just putting everything, don't knee-jerk reaction to things. Like make sure you're letting yourself like feel. And if you're moving really fast, like the ship card, and you're traveling, you're going a million miles, it could be difficult to slow down enough to be able to like process things and put it through your own filter. Okay. Um, and then this is going to help ease suffering. Like if there is anything that you're like stressing about or worrying about, like this is slowing down through all this is going to be the way to make it, um, Easier, but also the ship card can indicate a move. So this could be a lot of time. When people are if they're looking to move next year, if you're looking to switch jobs or careers, I'd say like June, July, like even May, June, July feels really good for that timing. Not the, again, everyone's different. Everyone's moving into different numerology for themselves and things like that. But it feels really good for the group. Okay, Um, and then the fall. So the fall, I got the ring card again. This is the autumn equinox that happens in September. It's like the September twenty second, twenty third, and um. I was dying because the ring is the engagement ring card is about love relationships. So it could be people getting engaged. It, not again, not that it has to happen in the fall, but I sort of feel like it's like things coming to fruition. You know, you think of getting engaged as something that a lot of people dream about and want and wish for. And I feel like the fall is going to be like, it's happening, it's here. Like, whatever it is that you're manifesting, you're calling in for yourself for next year, the fall feels really good. Also, it's harvest season. So, again, if you're following the seasons, of the like actual astrological time frame, the fall is when things come to harvest. It is when we get to like reap the rewards, like get the big thing, you know, uh, have, not have the dream, but like realize the potential of things and be able to actually like enjoy it, enjoy it, right? So I feel like it's a lot of happiness, a lot of joy, a lot of fun. Um, I thought it was interesting again because that's when the votes are being had, but I was like, man, I feel like it's, we're going to, I feel like it's kind of already like whatever's meant to be is going to be, and we don't need to stress about it. Like we're going to be okay. I kind of got that like we're going to be okay from this card. So I don't know what's going to happen because I have not tuned in. Don't anyone ask me because I'm don't really like doing that stuff. Um, but this feels like no matter what, we're going to be okay. And then lastly, the for the winter solstice for next year, which would be December twenty first of twenty twenty four. Um, I got the number one card, or the rider card. This has been interesting because I'm like, technically the winter solstice hasn't happened yet for this year. It happens this week. It's on December 21st. Is that Thursday? Or is that Wednesday? Thursday? I think it's Thursday.
0: It's Thursday, yeah. So
1: whether you're listening to this before or after, December 21st of this year, um, the winter solstice hasn't happened as we're doing this reading. So this one card, or the rider card for this deck, could indicate this winter too. But regardless... This is all about, like, good news, like, getting um, um, things being delivered, stuff happening quickly, Um, something long-awaited, like, finally showing up. Um, It can also mean, like, your emotions are being balanced, like, not getting so emotional. It's kind of like you're finally, like, at peace with the decision or at peace with what happened in the past year. And again, this could reflect on this S- winter solstice I feel like this could also be true of ne- obviously next year too so it's kind of a little bit of both um and it's talking about good news coming your way so it's like if you're waiting oh on God. hearing something it feels like from the winter solstice on we'll actually like be finally hearing things just like we were talking about before it feels like the new year is going to feel like a movement forward so um I feel like was one more. oh we're in an eight year in 2024 so two plus two plus four equals eight that is the collective like universal numerology Everything you read about eight is going to be like successful business and abundance and like, you know, money and all that stuff, which is true. I also read eight as it's the infinity symbol, you know, vertical versus horizontal. And, Mm -hmm. um, I also think it's gonna be a big year for relationships, like, but like destined ones, like anyone trying to get pregnant, it feels like next year is like a great year for that. Um, you know, meeting your partner, great year for that. Um, connections in business. Great year for like solidifying or having new partnerships or new mergers or new hires, new employees. Like it's huge for that. So, um, but eight's all about infinity, like forever soulmates, soul contracts, partnerships, all that stuff, which we have a whole episode on like soul contracts, but it's like those coming into play in like a big way. Okay. Lastly, I pulled four cards. Oh, maybe five. I don't know how many came out of this deck. It was five on just what what we're leaving behind, what we're letting go of. And these are just from a regular tarot deck and also what we're calling in. So um, I died laughing um, because the one of the, the cards that came out or two cards that came out, for what we're leaving behind are the seven of pentacles and literally last 2023 is a seven year in numerology. So I was like, oh, God. The guides think they're being cheeky. Uh, Literally, we're leaving, <laughs> we're leaving behind the seven energy, um, but seven of pentacles is great. It's about like, but it's also about re- like reflection, um, our investments. Like, where do you want to spend your time and energy? Um, again, what did you birth last year? What do you want to keep for next year? It was, it's, it's a great card. But we're kind of leaving that energy behind of like trying to decide a little bit. Yeah. Um, But it's also reminding you to like learn from your past mistakes. So it's like we don't want to repeat the same patterns again in 2024 that we had in 2023 or 2022 or, you know, before. and I got the magician card, which was interesting because I was like, oh, I don't want to leave that behind. But magician is the one. So I also feel like it's essentially like we got a lot of one cards, which again is new beginnings. Like it's a new beginning time. It's a fresh start. It's like, you know, now the universe is supporting us and like making changes. So it's time to like make those changes. Um, magician's also literally how it sounds it's like magic and like uh, manifesting and not that we're leaving that behind but it's sort of like maybe you're honing it better like you've honed it in this last year and now you're gonna like be really effective with it in 2024 so and then moving into 2024 it's a lot around I got the star card the two of swords and in this deck there's a quarter moon which is essentially a moon that's got half light it's like a half moon and the two so it's a lot about decisions coming up in 2024 and action but it's it's not about taking action specifically just from the logical mind it's also about starting to take more action from our intuitive self and balancing the two so it's about like decisions actions challenges crossroads like literally the two of swords in this particular deck and the half moon both say decision-making. So I really feel like there's going to be a lot of decisions that you're having to make both internal, like again, like, okay, like I can choose to react to this or I can choose to make a change, right? And external, like, do I want to live in this city or do I want to live in that city? Do I want to marry this person or do I want to be single? Like, like big decisions too, right? Um, And it's asking you to get out of your head and like really trust your your intuition. And the star card is literally like what, what I just said about the eight year, it's prophecy. It's destiny. It's your fated life. You're moving into this. It's harmony. It's love. It's balancing the physical action doing with the spiritual, emotional, intuiting realms and really giving both equal time within your day, month, week, relationships, job, like, this is what is going to be the key to having a successful and easy, flowy year.
0: Love that. That's all. That's all, folks. I think Good what's questions. really, like, lovely about this reading is I think people are so nervous for 2024 And it's like, yes, there's things that need to fall away like any other year. Right. But it just sounds like a really beautiful, like lovely year. I mean, there's no other way to put it. So hopefully for listeners and anybody that, you know, just listened to this, you know, I hope it makes you excited in the same way that it makes me excited, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be, I feel like it's going to be a forward moving year. Like the first time in a long time, we're actually going to feel like we're moving forward versus like feeling like we're stuck in the same old patterns. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Which is, you know, a good thing. because I think since COVID, it's been a little bit of like mm-hmm. stuck and resistance and um, just like catch up, you know, mm-hmm. we lost so much like that we've just been playing catch up and now it's time to like live, you know? and do all the things. Um, well, thank you. And thank you to like the guides that came through. And yeah. that was so nice. I
1: know it's fun. So we'll see how it goes.
0: I love it. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else you want to say on that note?
1: Um. No, I have, the only thing I'm going to say is I went to, this is funny about like not listening or like putting things through your own intuitive. So I... <laughs> We've been going to estate sales like crazy. out Not like crazy, but like, and I got this book, this random book at one of them. And I opened it up and inside were like these pages ripped out of a magazine from
0: 1984.
1: Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Like for almost 40 years ago. And well, it will be 40 years ago at, next year. Um, And anyways, in it was an article about smoking. And there was an argument about how people were complaining that second, they felt like they were getting sick from secondhand smoke. And the article was like, no, no, no. It's, it's not proven like so-and-so of the head of this, you know, government thing or whatever it says, it's absolutely safe. Like you don't have to worry about the secondhand smoke. If you're not smoking, you're fine. You're not going to get cancer. And I just sat there laughing and I'm like, oh my God. And I think it was in a times new, like times magazine or like whatever the New Yorker or something, something like that. I don't remember what the name of the exact magazine was, but it was like a legitimate, like, you know, like not just like, you know, uh, okay. Magazine it was like an actual, like journalist magazine that had this article and I just sat there and laughed and I was like oh my god like this is I mean it was 40 years ago but I'm like this is what it took so long to like prove this case but yet it obviously enough people were bringing it up that they wrote an article about it it was a big hot topic and you know I wasn't alive back then so it's like all these things but I'm like this is what I feel like they're talking about for 2024 and even beyond of like you even when it's in print and someone's like written it you got to look at the source or the energy behind it. Like who's funding this? Like who brought this up and, and does it resonate? Do you feel like it feels like truth for you? And if it doesn't, then you got to make what choices work for you. Yeah. And I was just, I don't know. I was just dying laughing. Cause I'm like, Whoa, it's just, I mean, I, I knew all that, but it just like to see it in print. Like I was like, Holy crap. Like it's just, it's wild.
0: It's just trust your own intuition and trust what feels yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: And that's what I feel like a lot of like the stuff for next summer. And even in next year, that's what I feel like the guides are like talking about is like, you know, you, not that you can't trust what's out there, but everyone has an agenda. Everybody does. I mean, so are, you know, just gonna make sure it's aligned with you and your beliefs um, before you take it on as truth. I'm not saying you can't read it and consume it and like whatever, but
0: yeah. Well, I think it's, um, it's interesting too, because thinking back to last year when we did a similar type of episode, not quite as in depth, but I remember you saying one of the big themes of 2023 was seeking less outside, not guidance, but like, mm-hmm. um validation and going inward. And I feel like this is like a continuation of that, you know, but like a step further.
1: Yeah. 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 And I think this year, for whatever reason, I keep getting things about decision making. So it just feels like we're going to have to finally like not just like put things on the back burner or be like, oh, like hope it goes away. Like we actually need to start like making decisions about like, OK, no, I need to set boundaries on this person or I'm not going to take this promotion because they keep stringing me along or, you know, or I'm or I'm going to actually leave because they do keep not promote me and oh. whatever. I just I'm just giving examples from like work things, but it, whatever those things are, I feel like we finally have to make decisions so we can move forward. So, yeah.
0: I agree. I think that's, um, and luckily I'm,
1: I'm not picking up on as much. Like I, I think, I don't know if I said this on the pod, but I picked up on a lot of death last year for yeah. this year. And I mean, we've had the Ukraine war, we Thank have what's happening in, so um, the, uh, Middle East right now. And we have what's happening. You know, we had like earthquakes in the beginning of the year and storms and fires. And I'm like, Oh, God, it was a lot. It was, a, it was a lot. And so, it was a lot um i'm not picking up on that for next year which i feel good about um because last year i just remember hearing that i'm like i think there's gonna be a lot and they're unfortunately they're not was. all one thing i said that too i'm like it's not one mass event it's a bunch of little tiny things and there's been a lot it's been a 2023 was kind of rough so
0: it was it definitely was and i'm so it excites me hearing you know what they're saying for 2024 mm-hmm. um still and a it's lot. not to
1: say that there won't be some of those things i just i'm hoping it's Based on what I'm hearing, it's not going to be as much as we had last year. So
0: I hope so. Um, Well, we still have hopefully another episode to come before the end of the year that will cover more of the new year and things to do to get ready and all of these things. Um, this was a great episode though. And I feel like it goes hand in hand with in 2024, Slightly Spiritual be in a little bit of a new era, kind of like Taylor Swift, who obviously we love to talk about. I was wondering uh, if we
1: were gonna get through an episode without oh talking about her. No, and I was a little sad not. and I was like, Oh, we didn't bring her up, but we did. We did.
0: I I could if if we didn't if we weren't already at like 40 minutes, I would go on a tangent because oh there God. were some photos that were released over the weekend and I know there's a rumor about an engagement ring and I could talk. Can I go ahead? finish all day, every day? No, you go.
1: Well, everyone keeps asking me, I'm going to put on the record. I think they're going to get engaged. I I think they have the there for the long haul. I don't, I don't know if it's just me. This might be me like really just wishing this out in the universe, but I think that they're together for the long haul. I love them. At least, at least I see them getting engaged and married like 10, 20, 30 years now. I don't know. But like, I see them like making it down the aisle. Let's just put it that way. So Goosebumps, And
0: I love that. And we'll have to talk about it more next time.
1: We will talk about that more next time. Yes, um, Yes.
0: But yeah, so slightly spiritual is in our 2024 Taylor Swift era. And we have a lot of really fun guests that are even outside of the realm of spirituality that I think will bring you just a lot of value in your day-to-day life and in your goals and in what you're trying to manifest and all of the things. And I think 2024 is going to be a really good year for our community. Um, So I'm excited. So thanks for listening to us and putting up with us for a whole other year. And if you love us, I always have to say it, go review us on iTunes, please. We've gotten some really nice reviews lately and we always get super excited and screenshot them and send them to each other. So we will talk to you soon. Bye.
1: Bye.